Hey, before we get to the show, man, I want to talk to you about something a lot of my bearded brethren will appreciate. I personally know how challenging it can be to maintain a beard while dealing with skin that breaks out at the slightest provocation. Well, Beard Organics is here to help, offering products that are a godsend for sensitive skin, giving you the confidence to nurture your beard without fear of irritation or breakouts. But that's not all. Beard Organics brings you an extensive range of beard care products from nourishing beard oils and refreshing beard washes to conditioning balms and handy grooming accessories, man, they got it all covered. It's a one-stop shop for everything your beard needs to look its best, and I find it incredibly convenient. If you're new to beard care or have any questions, Beard Organics also provides top-notch customer education and support. They've got an amazing beard blog filled with useful tips and a dedicated phone line you can call or even text. It's like having a personal beard guru at your fingertips. So right now you can find a special deal. It's 20% off when you buy three or more beard oils, washes, or conditioners. Go to beardorganics.com right now. Tell them on deck sent you. Another week in the books with the Yarn Deck TV show. I am Spike Lou. Man, holler at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on socials. Absolutely. I am Spike Lou on those same social sites. First show of the new year. Hey, B, how you doing? I'm feeling good, man. Uh, happy New Year, if it ain't too late to say that. Might as well. It's our first show. Looking it's forward to it, too, man. Had a, had a nice break. Needed that. Yeah. Been going a while. The people been asking where we was at. We back, Thanks. back in these streets. Let's go. Let's get it. How was your new year? Now it was solid. I went to see uh real quick though. I went to the Ti Symphony joint. The mm. 20, 20 years of trap music or twenty five? How many? Yep. Twenty. Twenty. Maybe twenty. Damn! Don't put it on us. It's got to be twenty because it's it got to be twenty. Yeah, Dan, don't put twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> It was 20. He did a good job. It was pretty dope. His uh, transitions weren't as smooth as like Jeezy's. He tried to tell a story and it was okay. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't as good as Jeezy's. Um, so right now, Jeezy definitely got the top spot when it comes to the hip hop symphony joints. Mm -hmm. But it was solid though. So you went to Jeezy, Ross, and Tip. Yeah. And I saw Nelly had one, one in Nashville several years ago. I went to that one too. Oh, that probably was the best one. Then. Absolutely not. It was easily in last place. <laughs> Easily, what you have up for New Year's? Uh, New Year's, what do we do, man? Since we've been here, I went to go see the color purple with my family on um on Christmas. It was for New Year's. I just chilled, man. I, I didn't want to be out in the mix and nothing, nothing going on. So, what was the color purple talking I, about? Is that your put on? Mm, no, nah, it's not my put on, but it was solid though. It oh, was okay. way better than I expected, being that it was a musical. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I would. I was really not in it for the musical bag, but my whole family went, so I definitely uh enjoyed being around them, and they enjoyed it too. It was some good scenes in there. 
So have you even seen the original? You got to check with you. I don't think I've seen the original. That's crazy. That's insane. Is it that though? Is, it is. Are we, are we sure it's insane? Color Purpose is a little hands down classic. Anyone you had, like you, you have to have seen the original. This was like this version was like Color Purple light. Which in what way though? You know what I'm saying? Like the other one is heavy. Like it's some oh, heavy okay. shit going on. This yeah. one just alludes to the heavy shit. You know what I'm saying? So, but it was I good all in all though. It was good. Sounds like a skip. We me. got up for this year. <laughs> um, what we got up for the day, man? Listen, uh, your man Ice T hops on Twitter to talk about the Def Jam Vendetta game. What the holdup is with that? Some people are looking forward to that. Doctor Umar gives his reasoning for why Eminem can't be the goat of hip hop, and Twenty One Savage drops a trailer for his new biopic. Who had the 21 Savage biopic on their 2024 bingo card? You let me know. Uh, but first, let's have a, a quick roundup of last year. Since we get a chance to do our top albums, do you have a top five or 10 albums of 2023 that you want to let the people know? I might can muster up five. I do know my number one, hands down, was that Killer Mike. Anticlimactic was, list starting from the top yeah, is different. I want to start from the top because I want to let everybody be known that's how good that that can that that killer Mike was. Uh, I'll go back down to five now. I want to. I'm gonna cheat on five, okay. and I'm just gonna say Don Tripp. He put out ten projects, twelve, and there's a lot twelve project, and there's a lot of material, and I. I can take songs and combine them and have one hell of an album. That's a fact. So I got Don Tripp as a collective at number five. I got number four, Don Toller was lovesick. That was fire. Bad. That's complete flames. Yeah. It, it, it was a great album. I really couldn't believe that I liked it as much as I did, but I was fucking with it, man. I was here for it. Excuse me. Number three was Payroll. I'm looking for the name of it now, and maybe I mean, it you have good. it off the top of your head. No, it was that I mean, good. I mean, it wasn't that good. I ain't gonna hold. I can't think of the name of the Payroll album, but it was Payroll's album that he released this year. And number two was my man Larry June, The Night Shift. Those are the five albums that I enjoyed the most this year. And I'm still looking for that Payroll name. But what five did you have? Um, I went for five. I went Travis Scott, Utopia. Um, I mm. thought he he beat the allegations, the astral world situation. He bounced back. We were wondering what he was gonna, what type of joint he was gonna come with, like energy wise. Considering that hype music is kind of what got him in this situation to begin with, you could say he didn't hold back. Um, he had a nice mix of tempos and stuff, man, and even the hype shit. He'd been performing on the road as we speak, doing the same song like 10, 11 times in a row. So that energy is still there. Um, yes. And number four, I got Don Tolliver lovesick. I tried to tell you about Don Tolliver for the last three, four years now. He's the only young auto-tune nigga that I can listen to. Um, yeah. Everyone else, I, it gets old. But to me, the way he put his shit together, like it's a it's a whole vibe. He mm -hmm. he is undefeated out here. I'm trying to tell y'all, uh, it's a super dope project. Even the the deluxe edition. He went back and did the deluxe with about five extra joints and all of those slapped. I like, God damn. So like, I, I highly recommend that Love Sick by Don Tolliver. It's dope. Um, number three, I have Larry June, The Great Escape with him and Alchemist. That shit was everything I wanted it to be, everything I needed it to be. Um, he would come out with a second one with uh with that other dude from the West Coast. I can't listen to Dude Beast, though. I ain't even going to You like it. 
Um, he be doing payroll beats and shit. Like that Cardo yeah. shit, I can I can't listen to that shit. Uh, he's only got a, like he only got a couple on that, but that Great Escape yeah. though is straight through. Um, number two, I got Nick Grant Sunday Dinner, very mm. grown, mature. Um, out the gate, the 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 first song is uh worried about a classic, and he talks about people asking him, "Man, when you gonna put the classic out? When you put the, and he got real shit going on in his life." That let me know he set the stage right there of what type of time he was on. Very dope project. Everybody know he can rap. It's just about being able to put enough songs, good songs together for a full body of work. He he did that on this uh, Sunday dinner joint. And then lastly, number one is absolutely killer Mike album. Michael, not even gonna hold you. He said it when it came out. We said it when it came out, and it held steady throughout the rest of the year. Um, I'll give it to him, man. That, the, the killer Mike is dope. It reminded me. It gave me shades of the sci high, no dope on Sunday. It kind of gave it, it gave me a version of that. Um, two Atlanta niggas, obviously. That's not street niggas, but they're not like square. They're kind of like one in, one out. They got a good perspective of both, and they're both wordsmiths. So that's kind of why I, where I get the comparisons. But that killer Mike was banging. Um, I was fortunate enough to get my vinyl signed by him, and he seemed like a real nigga. So I, I'm fucking with Killer Mike. Anything Killer Mike got on, I'm fucking with him. He was in the video too, eh? I was not I definitely, and they try to ask me to stay for the video, nigga. <laughs> That's definitely funny. Uh, the, the name of that payroll album was Ghost Mode, so that was pretty banging. Skip mode, um, no. Nah, but I agree with everything you said on that Killer Mike. He, I think you could tell what his initiative was when he started making that album. And he mm-hmm. definitely got it done. He did what, you know what I'm saying, he wanted to do with that album. Now, he took his time so, and it sounded like it. Um, it some honorable mentions real quick. I've got Drake on the outside looking in on that on, in that sixth spot. Leave. You got the um, outside looking in. But I, I think that album is extremely overhated. A lot of people uh, reached when it first came out. But it's actually really, really solid. It's not his best work, obviously not. But it's nowhere near the steaming pile of mid that people tried to make it. Um, and then right behind that, I got Reason Porches. That's his best album um, by Thanks. far. TDE botched the rollout, fumbled his whole is. shit. I don't know what they got going on, but the album is banging it. Then Gunna, Gunna at number eight to A Gift and a Curse. I got to get to him. Um, you you wanted to put that gun at one. You, you said who? You wanted to put that gun at one. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. But it's banging, though. I get to him. Back against the wall, it reminded me of when Ross had them CO accusations, and he, and he came out with that deeper in rap. This is giving me that um, all by himself, no features, no Metro, none of that shit. Hey, mm. he came doing the clutch. He definitely did. And those are our top five albums of 2023, which leads us to the next part, AB. Mm. We did our top five albums of 2023, as I just said. For 2024, what are the albums or projects or things that you are anticipating in hip hop? Man, two off the dome. One that was supposed to come out. Actually, let me stop. Three off the dome. Two that were supposed to come out in 2023. That's Pusha T's Gangster Grill. That didn't come out. It was supposed to. And, of course, J. Cole's Fall Off. The way he's been on a killing spree with these features. He is obviously in his prime. I would love to hear what his next body of work sounds like. You could argue his J. Cole's got the most at stake because his discography People will say it's hit or miss. I yeah. like the off season. I've had I've heard people tell me like off season was cool. It was one two lessons and they were done with it. And then of course you got the one where he was about fold, talking about folding clothes. That album was some slow. And then you well depending on where you sit on his debut in Born Center, 
you might look at J. Cole's catalog as being like, eh. So he could use another 2014 right about now to match the level of his bars because he's killing it on the skill level, but he need a, another full body of work. And then third, Benny the Butcher, Everybody Can't Go. is his Def Jam debut. It actually come out this month. I'm really looking forward to that. Only 12 songs right in that sweet spot. Benny's been gassing it up a lot on social media. I'm very interested to see what it sounds like. Um, I'm watching a little, he got like a little documentary and shit going on on YouTube. I'm, I'm checking that out. I'm looking for that. I'm looking forward to that. Excuse me. So those are my three that I'm kind of anxious to see what they do. It, um, it seems like forever ago that he signed a Def Jam. So you're saying that this is his first Def Jam project seems crazy, but I definitely am waiting on that. The three that I would say are for sure the Pusha T and DJ drama. Uh, I'm waiting on that, especially to hear what he has to say, his updated views on things uh, as far as what we'll talk about later. Also, Rhapsody has said that she's coming out with an album this year. So I, I want to see how she navigates how the game looks right now, because it is heavily female oriented, but not necessarily her style. Yeah. But everybody knows she can wrap her ass off. So I want to see, can she make some traction uh, with the Rhapsody album and they say it's going to happen. I don't believe it until I see it, but I am waiting on it because I enjoy his projects most of the time. And Schoolboy Q. Oh, yeah. Top Dog should be back. Schoolboy looked like he was in the studio. That little, that little, real little clip that they had, it sounded like it could have been something. So I think, and Schoolboy know how to make a hit. So I think that if he does come out, then you're going to get a big, big record from him back to like studio and when he was making shit like that. So those are the three that I'm waiting on the most. Yeah, and, and you could argue because TDE is because J Rock was supposed to come out late last year, that mm -hmm. East Side Johnny, and I'm looking forward to that. So really, if we can get mm -hmm. Schoolboy and J Rock and J Rock, yes, let's go. Let's go ahead and get the rollouts ready. <laughs> Give them about three or four months in between, and yeah, you can goddamn it drop in the all spring and late summer, and then y'all could have a nice little bounce back from last year. Um, that would be dope. And Rhapsody, she put that single out with Hit Boy. I need I need Hit Boy to do all twelve of them. I need I need I need Rhapsody and Hit Boy. Let me get that. Don't cheat me with one. I need the whole project. I'll definitely be here for that. And that could get her some traction too, because those one producer albums are popular now. Facts. So that could definitely get her some traction and more people talking about it. Because of course Nas been working with Hit Boy. Yeah, so need yeah, that. Even though even though real quick though Nas, I mean Hit Boy, he got to tell his dad. He got to chill out. His dad got to chill out. Like oh, I love yeah. the story. I swear I do. He getting out. He putting music. His, he's living his dream through his son because his son made it. Now he's able to put out albums and work with artists like the games. Hey, man. It's too much banging for me, dog. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> it's like it's 1994, man. That's all he know, though. Like, his dad is, like, from that era for real. Like, that's where he I built get his bread at. I, I get it, man, but I. Bro, when you I'm say too, too much banging, what do you mean? Like just what he talking about or something like yeah, what, just, what you talking? It's just it's too limited, man. It's, it it sounds crazy coming from like an older cat. Mm -hmm. Like I'll let it slide from a young dude. From an older cat, it just sounds like uh, it, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> it it sounds like he's stuck in the past. That's what it sounds like. Oh, and that's that album with him and Game was nothing, nigga. That was one and done, buddy. That's funny. I mean, he did just get out, though, so he got to adjust. Maybe he'll adjust and you'll see what you're talking about. Ghostwriters, they're adjusting them ghostwriters respectfully. That's them beats hitting. 
You hear boy dad gonna rap a Nas song. You know, Nas said he write a song. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> nigga whole style gonna change. You're like, man, what happened? That's hilarious. Yeah, this nigga dude. spitting. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like Nas. All right. Next, man, we back into beef early for 2024 AB. Uh, if you didn't see it, Vanessa two times dropped a brand new song and he used that gangster five beat from No Limit. We weren't weren't wondering when somebody would sample that. The song is also called Gangsta Five. Uh, he called Lil Wayne a bitch ass nigga in there, AB, or something to that extent. Do you think this is a big deal, little deal, or no deal? Apparently it's no deal because he came out and said that that was just, you know, them being brothers. And I think he showed him love on another freestyle that he put out the next day. So that was a nice troll. He probably should have let it breathe a little bit more before he put out the other song. But yeah. let me be clear, though. I'm so glad somebody flipped that cane and they were gangstified and did oh, it justice. God. Thank you. It took 35 years, but they flipped it. They did it right. Finesse two times was snapping on there. And BG sounded good on there too. Like he didn't, he wasn't trying to chase the beat or nothing. It sounded good. BG has sounded solid since he came out. The, the little project he got with Gucci was actually not that bad. They got some shit on there. He sound good on here. I'm so I'm excited to see what he got going on. But uh the the diss was random though. Like nigga, between him and Cat Williams, these niggas starting 2024 off, nigga, with violence, nigga. Like they, they got their guns out. Yeah, they like fuck the world. So I'm like, oh, okay. And they got people talking, so I'm glad they got people talking. They got people hearing the sample, and people asking where it came from. That's cool, but uh, it, it seemed it seemed strange. But I don't see it as no big deal. What about you? Yeah, I don't think it's a big deal either. Of course, and especially since he came and dropped, uh, not dropped, but he gave comments about it. He said, uh, what, "What did he say here?" Damn, I had to pull it up, and that's too long. But he basically just said, "Y'all know how it go." My nigga Boosie went home. My dog was steady blowing. He's the tour. Okay, that's the verse. And then he said, I tell that nigga I love him and I call him a bitch. All yeah. in the same sentence, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, man, look, this is family business. You know what I'm saying? So obviously we're supposed to know what he's saying. Oh, clearly. Um, and if he if he thinks it's cool, then I guess it's great. I don't think Lil Wayne is too worried about this. Somebody probably was in his ear, as we've often talked about here with rappers and telling him, hey, man, this is how you're going to – You've been getting traction from being out and doing the free BG stuff, but now if you throw a little diss in there, you'd really get the internet's talking, and that's the thing that rappers try to do nowadays. So BG just adjusting, man. I don't think it's a big deal at all. I wasn't expecting a Hot Boys reunion tour anytime soon anyway. So, yeah, I think he's just adjusting, just having fun with it, seeing how stuff catches on, testing the market here and there. When he do want to diss somebody, what he need to do? Yeah, the talk the little deal. The tour, the tour wasn't gonna happen anytime soon. Like I said, Wayne too busy. Wayne booked and busy. He's trying yeah. to get to the Super Bowl next year in New Orleans. Like he's not even thinking about this year is already a wrap. He ain't got no time left on his calendar for 2024. He's booking for 2025 at this point. And so I already thought the scheduling conflicts is gonna throw that off anyway. But it is weird, or somewhat weird, that they haven't connected yet, though. We haven't seen the mm. picture. We haven't seen Wayne saying, shout out my guy BG. We haven't seen, uh, at least I haven't. It hasn't come across my radar if he did say it or shouted him out. But that's kind of strange. So where BG is saying, no, nah, man, it's just all love. It's joking. Hey, actually, it seemed like that's probably coming. There's some truth in that jest that he's claiming to just be fucking around. But uh, BG ain't, he, he out here, though. That was just a test of water. He, if he's going to diss him, I think he'll do a real diss 
later on and, and really use some platforms and things of that nature. Um, I was about to say something about this before you just said that, damn. Gangsta fight. Gangsta fight. That beat is banging. Listen. It's like, let's not that get mistaken in any sense of the word that beat is banging. I'm here for the I'm I'm here for the flips on the no oh no limit bangers. Somebody gotta do um the shocker next, because I've always liked that piano. Mm. Somebody gotta flip that. There's several half other the ones, beats, man. Call me. They stole half them beats, so you, it ain't too many that you could do. What? Now most they sold. Yeah, he sampled his ass off. But yeah, most of their beats were samples in it. The, the banging was my favorite one. Was the samples. That's true. <laughs> but that oh, was yeah. cold though. They killed that gangster fire. Yeah, uh, next up, man. Twenty One Savage has teased new music. There was a billboard of Twenty One with the little black and white American flag that kind of started popping up recently about a week or two ago we now know what that's in reference to he has a movie called the american dream uh the 21 savage story with donald glover playing 21 savage we got your boy jabari banks from bel-air playing metro Boomin, and we got the young boy caleb just forgot his last name from stranger things playing young 21 savage the black uh, dude from Stranger The black dude, the white dude from Stranger Things would be funny as fuck. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Eleven from Stranger Things playing Young 21. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, it's a real thing. The movie comes out on Independence Day. The soundtrack comes out this Friday. Um, are you here for the Donald Glover portrayal of 21 Savage? So the movie comes out July 4th as in theaters? Yeah. Uh, I'm here for the. I do want to hear the soundtrack. I bet it will be banging. Um, but what? Uh, I, I'd love to hear Twenty One Savage's story. I just think that putting Donald Glover as Twenty One Savage is just so you can get people in the seats. And I guess that's what you got to do. You're yeah. trying to sell a movie here. He's a famous name, but I would have expected it to be a lot more gritty. Had some no name people in there that you didn't know. That way you can process the story better and focus more on that than you do. Oh, that's Donald Glover, Glover playing Twenty One Savage, which is insane. Like I just don't see how that fits at all. Now you're telling me that the dude from Stranger Things is in there too. Like I would have rather it just been a less familiar cast and you telling the story of with Zone Six. I think that's where he's from, East Side Atlanta. You just telling Britain. that story. He's from the UK. That's where he's from. That, well, I, it, I that, then it makes sense. Then I would love to see Twenty One. I mean, Donald Glover play him with the accent and all of that good shit. That would be funny because he, he could pull it off. But no, I'd rather just see some no name people, man, and make it grittier. This don't look like it's gonna be gritty, and maybe it's different from what we're expecting it to be too. Maybe it's not just a, a coming of age story like. Um, get rich or die trying or eight mile or something like that. Maybe it's completely different. If Donald Glover has something to do with it, I think we can't expect some curveballs in it as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm here for the soundtrack. I'm really not a fan of the casting, but I definitely will check it out. What say you? Yeah. I'm not going to hold you. The trailer made it look like a parody. See, it looked like yeah, he tried to do the little meme and shit. I was just like, Oh, bro. Donald Glover playing 21 Savage is insane. This is crazy. Like, and I fucks with, I'm a huge Donald Glover fan. I'm a huge Childish Gambino fan. I hope he gives us one more album. I, I love to see his next project that he got on TV, whatever he's producing, he getting behind. I'm here for it. This is a stretch though. And it, and he yeah. talented as hell. The nigga can rap, sing, do stand up, act, write, he can do all that. 
I don't know if I don't know if pulling off 21 Savage is one of those things, though. So I'm skeptical. I'm on record. I'm skeptical, but I'm going to go fuck with it. I think it's interesting. He's dropping the soundtrack so early, though. That's kind of the soundtrack come out Friday. And the movie come out in the summertime. Yeah, I, I thought yeah, that see, was. This, this might be some different type of marketing too. It might be some bullshit they got up. He said like in theaters, some different kind of world rollout. Yeah, I guess it, it looks like a skit, so I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> some crazy ass rollout that they did, some new shit that we ain't figured out yet. Well, we won't say, "Oh, that's a rollout," like we do with everything else. Maybe it's something new he done figured out. I ain't gonna lie, the song, that's the song right. in the trailer banging though. With that, he got that Rolls yeah. Royce sample in there. That's, that's all. I'm waiting on. Absolutely, I'm waiting on that. Uh. I'm waiting on the soundtrack. And you know, 21 Savage fuck with everybody. So True. everybody's going to be on there. It's going to be banging. I agree. All Drake right. going to write half his shit. It's going to be banging for sure. I don't believe Drake write for him. Mm, come on, man. You <laughs> What I was going to say on the last topic is Lil Wayne is definitely not doing a tour. He waiting on that Vegas residency. That, oh, that I can Lil definitely Wayne, see that. That Lil Wayne Vegas residency, that's, that's the next thing, I think. I can see that. He got a... I, I, Man, I wish they'd have a remix to this, man. I would love to hear him on that beat, though. It ain't going to happen. On that gangster, on that, on that finesse. No way. Yeah, that would have been hard. Oh, my God. That been... Yeah, that would be. That would have <laughs> been be tough. Bad. That would be about bad. that. Cancel that. He, that he blew that, though. <laughs> That's all. That's a wrap. Um, next, my man is Dr. Uwan, man. Fresh off his appearance on the JBP podcast, where they did numbers over there and had a great conversation. Dr. Umar says that Eminem can't be the GOAT of rap because he's not black. A.B., do you buy that? Um, First off, shout out to uh, Dr. Umar and Joe Budden because that ran the week before Cat Williams blew it out the wall. Nigga, <laughs> yeah. I forgot all that about this. It, like, yeah. <laughs> that was it before yeah, Cat Williams came and goddamn did a tidal wave. That no, that's first a, side boy. Cat Williams is a master Tough. at content. Like no, they what did do 20 some million in three days? Yeah, it's at 33 that now. Was, that shit was wild. Uh but before that was this. So this this walked so the Cat Williams could nigga fly. Um but shout out to Dr. Umar. I understand where he's coming from. What I got to give props to is Joe Budden, because when they were talking and they brought up Eminem, Joe Budden specifically said that Eminem was one of the goats, meaning he was one of the greatest to do it. Dr. Umar yeah. didn't hear all the way. He thought he said he was the goat. And so he went on yeah. that rant about him not being it. But kudos to nobody for cutting him off and correcting him. They just let him cook get you a nice viral moment. Right. <laughs> People got to learn to be patient and let the guests cook, even though they misheard or maybe talking about something that you didn't quite mention. Um, but he let them cook and they got a viral moment out of it. I understand Dr. Umar's point. And I don't know if any, I don't know who would have Eminem as number one, honestly. Like, let's be real. There's people out there. You know, it's people out there. Yeah, I mean, but that, that, those are people who, that Eminem was the only person that they listened to in rap, though. Like, if Eminem's your only rapper that you listen to, then yes, of course, you're going to have the number one. But other than that, I think I don't think anyone is foolish enough to be like, he can't rap or he's just, he's never been good. Or I, like, I don't know anybody that would say that. But yeah. to, I, I, he doesn't, he's not the GOAT, though. He's one of the best, though. I give him that for sure. But he's not the GOAT. And But to, to Dr. Umar's point, though, for somebody white to be the goat, yeah, I don't see that happening either. I, I kind of, I'm kind of siding with him. I get where he's coming from. It's like those same white people that say Larry Bird is the best basketball player ever. 
Yeah, they just caved um, it. They chose a side. That's fine. But just, just call it what it is, though. Yeah, I think we may be biased on this to say the goat out with like so many brothers that have done it, and you got one white dude who's exceptional, and you're gonna give him a title of being like he's number one. I can't see that. I I don't yeah, no. feel comfortable digesting that. It's just yeah, I would agree with Dr. Umar uh, Umar's point in that. But what I will say is like what you said, you can't deny Eminem's talent either. Though. Right. Like I, I'm not gonna say that he's not one of the goats, as Joe said. It's just. It it would feel really nasty, pause, if uh, um, again all of these people that we know to be great, the Jay Z's, the Tupac's, the the Biggies, the Wayne's, the, like you, you name the list of people, and for them to say it, or for someone to think that oh well Eminem's the best because I mean his rhyme patterns and stuff is great, but what this genre is about. And, if, and as far as relating and reporting the news and what hip hop started on, it's hard for Eminem to compare with the people that we relate to so much, in my opinion. There may be people out there that can relate to him, but I don't think that that's a strong derivative of hip hop either. So, well, I mean, look, yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll I'm, say I'm with this. Dr. Umar. I'll, I'll say hip hop. And, and doc, just to be clear, if anybody didn't see the clip, Dr. Umar did say he was talented. He was like, I won't say he can't rap. That's that's right. silly. I'm just saying he can't be the best, which is which is I'm agreeing with him. But Eminem is hip hop, though. Like he's not no he's not yeah, like yeah. posing. He didn't grow up like Vanilla Ice nigga on the <laughs> on the nice side of the tracks, nigga. And then it didn't made up a whole background like no, like he relates yeah. more to black people than probably. Um, a lot of people think, and he also put a lot of people on, he gives props where props is due. He always talks about the OGs and the people that came before him and the pioneers. So he's not from that perspective. I don't want nobody to get it confused. Like they thought he was like, cause people took that opportunity to be like, yeah, he's a culture vulture. And they just, and they just start no, throwing out not. terms that they hear niggas. And they're just like, eh, just relax, man. You don't like them. That's fine. I don't like them past the first three. So I, mm. look, I get it, dude. <laughs> but like, let's keep a level head. But you can't compare him to nobody you just named because they have better catalogs. Number one, they're up there with on skill, songs, right. hits, impact. The whole that, there is ten other people that got that. So you can't. I, I'm not. I can't make him number one. That's just that would be insane. And unless you're People I, Magazine, they, them the only motherfuckers that I have him number one. And and a part of rap is how again what I said how people relate to you. Not only how relatable are you to the genre and what you've been through and the story that you can tell, but a major part of rap and why the greats are the greats is how people understood their story. Yeah. And it just happens to be a lot more white people, and that's why Eminem's numbers look like that, that understand that story, but his stories aren't as impactful, in my opinion, as people who I would consider better than him. Yeah, yeah. Like he sure. don't have stories like a Tupac or a Biggie that I can relate and laugh to and know what he's talking about. I can listen to him and say, oh, that's dope, man. He rapped really well on there. It's crazy that he looks at his mom like that, but I can't relate to it. And a yeah, lot yeah. of hip hop is how much I relate to you. So, no, nah, it definitely checks out. Facts. All right. It's on me, man. Twitter is at it again. Little baby was caught, air quote. I don't even want to say caught. He was filmed boarding a spirit flight uh, and Twitter roasted him for that. Ross came to his aid and applauded him for taking a um, a commercial flight, said that he took private for 10 years and it cost him dearly. 
Um, whose side are you on, man? Are you on the people like, why is little baby getting on a spirit flight, which is looked at as low class flying? Or are you with Ross that's applauding him like, yo, that's a smart business move? Uh, <laughs> Ross full of shit, man. It's okay to fly commercial. I I don't. I've never flown private like that. Like that. But even I would spirit? just some. I I have once. And never yeah, would too. I do it again. Never. Yeah, like that. No. <laughs> never again. No, I was just about to say, nigga. I would judge a normal person, not even little baby. I'm judging. I'm, I'm judging a normal person for flying spirit, nigga. So I damn so am going to judge little baby for doing it, like. Ross is right. It's okay if little baby could get away with it and he flying uh or whatever flight. What is it? Domestic? Not even yeah. domestic international. Yeah, just a commercial flight, excuse me. Yeah, 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 yeah. If he's flying, I mean that's fine. Maybe it was last minute. Maybe he couldn't get one and this is something he had to do real quick, didn't want to drive. So I just had to grab this ticket. But there's no way if like somebody would have got fired if I was little baby. I'm making this flight and I'm going to get my money. It's cool, but y'all y'all started it spirit. Like it wasn't no Southwest, Delta, Alaskan airline, like none of Atlanta got one of the biggest airports in the world, nigga. I would have flew anything but Spirit, nigga. Like Jet Blue didn't have a flight. Like, yeah, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's that. I'm judging him, man. Ross is full of shit. Ross, Ross, big ass not getting on a Spirit plane, bro, because you got to pay for like extra room and everything on a Spirit plane. So that's going to be even more money for Ross. Yeah, you paying for everything. You want a sip of water? Dollar. <laughs> Everything, nigga. Listen, you might not even get the oxygen mask for free. Hey, I'm for going down. You gotta, you gotta swipe your card to get the oxygen mask. Oxygen. <laughs> nigga, funny. Now I will say, I, I, I'm with you. Let's not act like everydayers don't get roasted for going on spirit. Like that, that, that's a common thing. That's a common joke in the culture. Spirit is like soul plane. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a cheap flight. So people look at it that they look at it in, in terms of who gets who the type of people that are attracted to that price point. And of course, everybody big ups Delta. They look at that as the fancy shit. Like, that's just the, that's just a joke on black Twitter. Um, nice. I have flown spirit. I did it one time. Uh, again, unless there's some type of changeover that I ain't got no control or some type of connecting flight. I am choosing not to do that again. That's in last place without question. Nigga, I'm flying every airline you mentioned three times over before I hop on another spirit flight. But shout out to everybody that's drive. Uh, I might drive before it. I take I spirit. might hitchhike. <laughs> I might hitchhike before I get on spirit again, bro. Fuck it. Ain't no boat. Can I take a that's train? <laughs> <laughs> but I will say shout out to Ross for coming to his aid though and, and listen and because it is it's funny. I get this off of the jokes, but flying private is expensive. It's expensive yeah. as fuck, especially if you travel as much as an artist like Lil Baby travels. That shit can add up. And then it's all it's all funny games now, man. You go to Spirit, but then he's on 30 for 30, broke rapper's edition. And he spent, I think, 100000 on private flights a month. And then now you're right. laughing at him for that. So yeah. you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. But shout out to Ross, though. Ross is funny. He get it. I'm, I'm here for any Ross input in anything at this point just because he's funny. I can't believe the, as many artists has, have had to go through this experience that them niggas haven't pulled themselves, pulled together and just got a plane. But like, then it's, but then that even that's tough, time. though, because people move around at the same time. It's only one plane. That's tough. Like, you, you get to a plane, man. Like, Floyd got a plane. He, that's on go. He got him on speed dial. But if you share that with six other people, nigga, I got to go to Dubai, nigga. Like, fuck the fuck. 
I gotta get this bag. Yeah, that makes sense. It seems like it'd be another way. I guess niggas can bust it out. That's why two boy tour tour buses. I guess it's so true. Popular. But yeah, that, that, yeah, because that do seem like a lot of money to waste. Like if I'm going here from night to night, think if you book two hundred and what sixty five nights out of the year. That's what I'm saying. You're going back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, no, probably a hundred thousand, ten, fifteen thousand a flight. No sir. Yeesh. All right. Next man, somebody asked Ice T about the video game Def Jam Vendetta, AB, and he said he he's not surprised that it's not on the new gaming consoles because one, they didn't get paid the first time, and two, niggas is way more famous now, so the bag that they would need for their name recognition, image, and likeness is going to be a lot more. Two questions: Do you believe that, or is it because no one would play it? No, I definitely believe it. Hip hop has grown immensely and po immense popularity since that came out. I know people are asking for it. Can you bring it back? Can you bring it back? I don't know if people want it that bad. Because I'm gonna be honest, I I didn't have it back in the day. I remember I played it. Would have been your shit. Yeah, I didn't get it. And I, and for whatever reason, I did not cop that. But I have played it before, and it was cool. It was cool. We're not going to gas it up. But I understand the fun in it. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty dope. Maybe somebody could do it now and, and make it like super dope. PS5 graphics and shit. Had niggas have exclusive songs on it, all that shit. That'd be cool. Um, but what he said was he doesn't but he doesn't think he got any type of like real money from it last time. It was just a situation where you didn't want to be left out. So you signed your likeness just so you could be in it because everybody else is in it. You don't want to be the nigga that's not in it. He said yesterday's price is not today's price. So having to pay for voice and music rights. Do you see what these uh, catalogs are going for, bro? Niggas getting 75, 80, 90, 100 million for their catalogs, dude. Like, it's going to cost these niggas to put this together. And they're not going to make that money back because niggas ain't playing this game like that. Niggas is waiting on GTA 6, Madden, 2K, and nigga, maybe one or two more franchises, nigga, that have years built up with cult followings. After that, bro, it's quiet on video games. I'm gonna keep it a stack. At college coming back, niggas waiting on that too. Don't nobody want that shit. 2014, it's been 10 years. It's back. Commercial. Look how long it took them to get that shit back, Craig. Yeah, but they supposed to got it right this time. Um Yeah, I mean, people may have been asking about it, but I don't think it's like the demand in there for it. I don't think I would I wouldn't think. As far as like what you was just explaining, as much as you got to put out probably in order to make your money back and you got famous rappers on here, like if you want to put the Waynes and all of these famous people on here, it's not going to be as lucrative as you would want it to be. I'm not sure how much I know. Like you said, niggas that listen to hip hop and Madden, that may coincide and, and 2K. But once you start getting into the other genres, I'm not sure of how much hip hop that they would grab. Like, yeah, the video game niggas is going to buy, but how much niggas is just listening to hip-hop will say, hey, I'm going to try this out because this is hip-hop oriented. I don't usually play video games. Yeah. That's going to be the problem that most of them wouldn't cross over to get. So, yeah, I don't think people are looking to play this. No one, just a couple people, small segment, niche, very niche. This came out in 2003. Uh, then a sequel came out, Dev Jam Fight for New York in 04. Then one more came out on PS PlayStation Portable. Listen, man. Ice T talking about so many people hit me up now. Like three people tweeted you. It just felt like a lot because they were concurrent. That's all. <laughs> There's not that many people that want to play the game, and they damn sure not asking to play as you, respectfully. Like, let's be clear. Who would be That's in it though? 
That's the question. Because I'm I'll tell you who was in the I'm gonna tell you who was in the second one. Tell me who was in another. Skyface, Little Flip, Memphis Bleak, Luda, Buster Rhymes, Bubba Sparks, Mob Deep, Fat Joe, Snoop, Lil' Kim, Ice T, Exhibit, Noriega. That's solid right there, though. Now that's killing. That's real. That's really solid. Um, I ain't mad at that. The, the first one, Method Man, Luda, Keith Murray, Joe Button, DMX, yeah. Scarface, Dub C, <laughs> damn, Funkmaster Flex, and Capone. No way. Capone was the most surprising name that I heard you say out of all everybody. Capone and Noriega were both in there. Um, That was strictly off of Nori. <laughs> a new one you would have... <laughs> I knew when you would have two chains, uh, game would be in there. Um, Slim Thug, next no, Slim Thug to make it. Ain't no Slim Thug in there. Nah, ain't no Slim Thug. You don't want to sell no copies, nigga. <laughs> and that's my guy. Yeah, I'm two chain of games. Two chain game. Um, you have to have Wayne, little baby. You got to get some of the young little baby. Well, the Migos, the Migos, all of the Migos. Okay, Migos. yeah, that'd be hard. All of them would be on there. Um, damn, yo boy, Rod Wave would definitely be on there. <laughs> Rod Wave had a splash finishing move. Um, no man, way. Who else? This game some slow. You put Jack Harlow. Game. Jack Harlow would definitely be on there. They they'd have to. They would push him on there. They got uh, to. Probably Benny the Butcher. That'd be um, hard though. Cause they they like wrestling too, like all the Grizel to fuck with the wrestling like shit. Wrestling. That'll be all hard. the Grizel, yeah, the whole Grizel to team. That'll be hard. They like wrestling. That'll be on there. Yeah, you could make it work though. I still, though, I'm not sure that that would be funny. Get Vince on there, but I, I'm still not even sure how much like people. Would, it would be cool, but would people really like invest and go buy it? Well, they they download that for the fifty nine ninety nine or whatever game. That's what I'm saying. Now they did do a third one. My bad. They did a third one and came out on PS3 called Dev Jam Icon. I swear I don't remember this. Big Boy, Bun B, E40, T.I., Paul Wall, Mike Jones, Ludacris. Ludacris was in all three. God damn. Jeezy, The Game, Ghostface, Sean Paul, Fat Joe. I don't remember. I swear to you, I don't remember this game. I ain't know Jeezy that made it on it. Jeezy would definitely want to. That's hilarious. What, what year was that? 06? Oh, oh, 07. Yeah. That's crazy. And the story mode was build a label. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I get like for the hip hop nerds and gaming nerds, I guess it would be a match like a dream come true. But I don't, I don't see it crossing over. Like it would be like me and you saying like, damn, I didn't know they made that. That's cool. I swear, I, I do not remember that. I got to look up clips. Look up a bro. couple at, clips on YouTube, and then it's over. I'm looking up clips, dude. Jeezy versus game. Bro, I, man, that's crazy. I don't remember this shit. You definitely would have bought it if you had known about it. Nah, it not at, in 06. Nah. <laughs> GTA took over by then. It was a wrap. Oh, that's hilarious. One more before we get to the wins and losses. A, B. Um, Meek Mill. Meek Mill came out and said, I'm too rich to choose sides in beef. I'm a source for prosperity and not violence. This comes from him, I think, posting a picture of some local, more local to Philadelphia than national. I don't want to diss him and say they local groups, but some Philadelphia street politics. It seemed like he posted one dude and another dude was mad at him for it out uh, there in Philly. And he said he shouldn't have to worry about this. I'm here to provide money and prosperity to my people, not 
add fuel to your beast. AB, what do you think about this stance? I respect Meek Mill for what he said. <clears throat> he said, bro, I'm too rich to choose sides. Real street niggas know that. I'm a source for people in the trenches. I'm a source to plugs, to money. So I may post you to help your brand. Nigga, if I, he said, if we don't have a direct problem, don't even think about what side I'm on. I'm on Dream Chaser side, bro. That's it. I'm minding my own business. Every so often, I may post another nigga just so that they can get access to who I got, whatever that does. If that helps them sell extra thousand T-shirts, nigga, coffee mugs, whatever the fuck niggas got going on. We only doing positive shit. Do not put me in no street beef, nigga. I don't even live in Philadelphia streets no more. I'm I'm in here in Calabasas, nigga, down the street from Kim K and Drake, nigga. I'm right in between these two motherfuckers. Like I'm not, I'm far removed from that shit. So don't think this is some sneak this and shit. I'm trying to be slick. I'm not in it. Now, I'm my name is Bennett and I ain't in it. And you should know that, dude. You shouldn't want me in it, nigga. I'm the I'm the nigga putting on for Philly, dude. I'm the biggest voice here, nigga, next to Kevin Hart and Will Smith. Why the fuck would you want me in it? I respect his stance. I know people are going to clown him because he's Meek Mill and he does goofy shit once every six and a half months. But this is not one of them things. I thought he kept it a book. Um, hmm. You're right. It is a great thing to say. It, it sounds fantastic. And it's a perspective that he's afforded to have because he has made it. He is in a position where I, if a nigga can tell you he's rich can back it up, I think that Meek Mill can yeah, I can say because I'm rich, I don't want to do that. Where people will attack him for and where people will give him the side eyes, though, you said you came up in this, so you know it's deeper than that. You can't say, oh, I'm throwing this nigga a oop and I'm beefing with this nigga. Now he got the ups on me because of the oop that you threw him. You just put me at a disadvantage. And I know that's getting into the burrows to the street and that's like me said that's that's over my pay grade i don't give a fuck about none of that yeah. however there are still going to be niggas that do give a fuck about that who have not made it to the place that meek mill has made it to and will rightfully see this as a spite because it does put them at a disadvantage if they beefing with a nigga and now this nigga got meek mill plugs now this nigga got access to shit that meek mill got now I'm at a supreme disadvantage when this nigga could come back outside gunning for me and he'd have had access to all of that shit. So again, Meek Mill knows this. And that's why he came out and said this and tried to absolve himself from this. He knows when I post this nigga here, the reaction that it's going to get. Niggas have gone through this throughout history. This shit happened with Pac. This shit happened with Gucci, man. This shit just happened with Jeezy. Like this happens, but Meek Mill can't absolve himself from it. I, it gotta be so like if you're gonna say I'm not the person who's getting in the beef, then you gotta be there to help solve the problem. You can't just throw your hands up and say, "Well, what I did had a cause and effect, and that put this other dude at a disadvantage." But I just expect him to look over it because I'm not in the streets no more. Them niggas is still in the streets. So if you're gonna do something, try to squash it versus absolving yourself from any no blame because you did something that wasn't kosher with the other side. Man, I, I put it like this. If, especially if I'm not actively in it, now who's yeah. to say if Meek is actively aware of all the shit that everybody got going on in Philly? I don't know how he deep is he around is. around him though, AB. Like, don't, don't do no, that. No, possibly. He still hang with, yeah, nah, he hang with niggas that's outside of the mix. That's how the shit goes. Like, he he may be removed two or three people, but it's niggas in, the, in his circle that know what's up. 
and it's, probably it's, pulled him to the side and told him, even if it was after the fact, hey, bro, you know, that's such and such. And he's like, oh, for real? I ain't even know. That's my little homie. Too late now. If if I put it like this, if the nigga that he put on, that he put a picture up of or whatever the case or promoted his business or whatever, if he's still on that, let me go rub it in the face of my ops, even though my business just got put on and, and you should be getting emails and orders or whatever the fuck he just put. And you still talking about this other shit. Then that's on you. Then that's on him. That, that man, you well, can't tell a nigga shit. He tried. Well, what, think about what type of business we talking about though, man. We might just be talking about rappers. Like I'm not sure exactly what these niggas do. So now you rap is another type of business. Like now all that means is I got more support than this other nigga that I was beefing with. Now most people side with me. So like, yeah, you're right. You're 100% right if we're talking about a legitimate business. But if we're talking about niggas that he just co-signed this still rapping and trying to be bigger artists than they ops, got the, you gotta you can't play both sides, bro. You can't you just can't do it and then try to absolve yourself from it. Yeah, it sounds that, good. Your boy D1 reached out to him and said it was great. It's commendable. Because you know seen he criticized that. something before. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it just sounds like a cycle. Somebody got to break the cycle is yeah. all I'm saying. Mill is the one to break the cycle. If you, if you are wise enough to acknowledge that what you did may have caused some type of rift, then you should be trying to solve that problem. That's, that, that's how I look at it. That may not be – like me, Mill may not have that type of time. It may not what he's on, but – if I, if I were looking at it that way and I know that this roof came and I would help try to solve that problem versus saying, I ain't got nothing to do with that. And that's what it sounds like he's saying. Who, who, and who's to say that him giving dude a platform big, like makes the problem worse. It could, it could True. have an adverse effect. It depends on how dude will handle it. True. And if other dude hate it, that's the thing. Him. And, and and what we're talking about now, there's too many variants for him to throw his hands up and be like, you know what? I'm just rich. Nigga, we all wish we was rich and didn't have to worry about any of this shit. Absolutely. Congratulations. But you still have to or should be able to, like you said, I should be able to affect this in another type of way than I just took a picture with a nigga. Now I'm I'm mad that I'm getting backlash. And I know I kicked McMill back in a lot on here. Again, I do respect what he's saying because I get that he's saying I'm not on that ignorant shit no more. I get all of that. However, there's just... It's just people under you that are. And like you can't wash your hands and absolve yourself from it. Shit, look what you're like, oh, I got now. Yeah. So that's a fact. Yeah. All right, man. Before we get back to our show, I want to talk to you about something a lot of us bearded gents will appreciate. It's not just a product, it's an entire brand, an experience, if you will. See, it's designed specifically for us folks who sport some facial fuzz and have sensitive skin. I'm talking about beard organics. And when I say Beard Organics is committed to your beard health, I mean it. They use only natural and organic ingredients in their product. You heard it right. Only the good stuff that your skin and your beard will love. This is a brand for men who truly care about their health and are conscious of what they're putting on with their skin. Not only do Beard Organics products contribute to a clean, well-conditioned beard, they also enhance overall beard health and appearance. There's nothing quite like the feel of a healthy, well-groomed beard. I know you know what I mean. So check out Beard Organics today. Right now, you can get a special deal for 20% off when you buy three or more beard oils, beard washes, or conditioners. Just go to beardorganics.com right now and tell them that On Deck sent you. Man, let's get to these wins or these losses. Your man's fab is back active. He's dropped three, four yeah. joints in the last couple of weeks. Ben's Giving, Illuminati, OSHA Freestyle, and Selfish. 
Um, are you here for these fab Lucy's? Yes, this this is where it was at. This reminds me of Soul Tape Fab. Like he been in his bag, punchlines hitting like they have used to hit, styled in the videos with the Benzes and shit. Like it, it all is legit. I love it. I love to see Fab back active. I'd I'd be here for a cool mixtape or something that he could drop around around this time. He like to do his thing around Valentine's Day as far as you know dropping music. So yeah, I, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it too. That's if you if you ain't got time, you can only listen to one of those. Please click on that selfish freestyle. He murdered mm. that shit. God Thanks. damn, he was snapping on that fab back in his bag. The fit's kind of still mid though. He got to get back in his fit bag though. What do you think about him throwing a shot in one of them and his daughter? The daughter. I didn't catch that. Um, basically, he said, "I've been." He said something to the nature of, and I'm I'm paraphrasing here. I've been taking care of you and your moms your whole life oh and you want to comment under an instagram picture over something like or something yeah i did like remember that. i did hear that yes he was talking about emily's daughter nobody wins know. when the family feuds that's all i got <laughs> that's funny um next up man another win or a loss your man ja rule said he just signed a new mm -hmm. record deal that is worth up to a hundred million dollars got a new album coming out paying his love too and he just broke ground on a school in Ghana to win or loss for Ja Rule. All, all three of them might have been lies. It kept getting worse. Yeah, you see, you, it kept getting worse with all of them. I thought it was bad when you said he signed a record deal. Then you told me the amount. Then you told me he pulling the Dr. Umar. That's, that's insane. Um, that was nasty. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it back around to that. I mean... If I guess if he sells diamond and he's being optimistic, man, he's saying if I go diamond, <laughs> if I go diamond, I get a hundred million. Yeah, I'm not sure how that works. Or maybe it was with the Saudis. The Saudi Arabians is paying people and shit. Maybe that's it, and that's how he's getting a hundred million. I don't want to be a pocket watcher, account his pockets. If he if he did get it good for him, but saying it like I don't think nobody believes you, Ja Rule. Even if it's true. At this point in your career, nobody believes it. Nobody wants their pain is love too. No. And versus just building in Ghana, you can just give Umar a donation or help him out. And y'all just build the school here, dude. Like black American kids need to go to school too. My niggas gotta go all the way to Ghana to build a school. This is a loss everywhere. Yeah, number one, the deal worth a hundred million. This is like Ricky Williams first incentive deal like nigga had to make the pro bowl win the super bowl win rookie of the, the year MVP. win offensive player of the year nigga break the rushing record nigga you gotta do all of this nigga to get them hunting bro there's nothing if this nigga signed a deal worth 100 million or up to 100 million these are the most i would love to read the details because that shit is impossible he'd have to go diamond in a day opening week nigga to get that 100 million bro like get the fuck out of here nobody wants to hear pain this love too he somebody might be selling him on some bullshit. He fell for the fire festival shit. <laughs> he had his name tied in his head because he fell this for might that be the bullshit. Same people that did the fire festival. I got a label now. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna give you a hundred million dollars. Fire okay, records, cool. nigga. He got a label now. And then you don't fell for the shuck again. That's Come on, bro. Um, last one, man. Win or loss. Uncle Murder does his annual wrap-up. As you know, skills no longer does it. So Uncle Murder did it again this time. He did a little different, though. He split it up into three different parts. Win or loss, man. A three-part series wrap-up. Uh, man, took skill shit. That's crazy. Yeah, he um, did. 
this was too much, bro. Like, I'm right, like, man, it's just some shit. Everything don't need to make it, bro. Like, you like you stretching the tooth thin. You're doing too much putting three. Like, put the one out. If the motherfuckers didn't make it, they didn't make it. But trying to extend your 15 minutes of fame is disgusting. Yeah. It is disgusting putting it out three different parts. Like, I get it. Somebody probably was in his ear from a content standpoint, but no, this is this is gross. Just put the one out. If it got to be 20 minutes and make it 20 minutes, but you breaking them up, that don't that does nothing for me. And it didn't even sound like he wasn't it was something off about it this year. It sounded yeah. like, you know what I mean, he hadn't rapped in a while because he, he said he'd been on a, a tour. Been on tour, but yeah, yeah. It's, it just it's, this one wasn't it didn't quite it was like the Luther curl. Yeah, I, I agree. He usually comes through. He usually delivers. Mm -hmm. I actually liked having both versions because I liked Uncle Murder's kind of, he, he kind of takes it from a disrespectful standpoint, yeah, which is funny. in some instances more entertaining, which got more shock value. And his skills just came from like a technical standpoint because he can rap. I like both, having both options. I don't need three from one nigga. I don't need three from either one of them. A nigga, nice. give me one. Make you can make it six, seven minutes. I get it. If we had a long year, Puff had a whole bunch of shit going on. That's 10 bars right there. I get it. No, don't give me three parts. I didn't even listen to the second. I, I listened to the first one and I was like, okay, that was the second cold. one off me way through. Yeah, that's what I was, and I found out he had part two and part three. I was like, bro, I'm not investing that much. Nobody wants to hear from you outside. You got one thing, bro. You got you got one job, bro. One yes. job. Do the wrap up at the end of the year over a fire ass sample. Anita Baker or whoever you're going to flip this year and just give us some funny, disrespectful shit. He failed the mission. Come on, bro. That's a, a big L. Two, two, like you said, you got one job, bro. You could have started this shit in November. At least getting the cadence and the rhyme scheme and all that shit. Now, nigga, it sound like you recorded that shit last night, bro. Tough. Like, oh, damn, I got to do the wrap up, man. You hit record. Like, nigga, what? Yeah, how no. you sound like it? All off beat and shit. Your Uncle Murder dropped the ball this year. It's the one time we paying oh, attention to Uncle Murder, dude. A year, one time. Somebody else, somebody else needs to get in. Get in. I agree. Yeah, Simba need to take it over, bro. That would be fire because he was a nigga doing the NFL shit, right? That's what I'm saying. Facts. Yeah, Simba need to do that. But then you get. I think why new artists would be scared because you're gonna be tied into being that one nigga. Yeah, that 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 nigga to do the rap up there. Yeah. So. That's true. Uh, possibly. He just got to eat. Just don't make that the only thing you do. That's it. Uh, but it's wide open for the taking, though. Uncle Murder better watch out. Uh, on Decker of the Week, first one of the year. We're going to YouTube. Shout out to Royal Diamond. Uh, commented on the last episode. He said, the epitome of mid is crazy. LOL. Uh, he said, man, my album drops on New Year's. Nothing but real fire. Fuck with me. Shout out to Royal Diamond, man. Y'all check out this project. Royal Diamond, man. Y'all go check that out. Absolutely. Uh, shout out to Mr. Abney. Said good show. Thank you very much. And shout out to The Numbers, our latest subscriber. Appreciate that. Y'all go to youtube.com slash on TV show. Leave a comment, like, subscribe, do all that good shit. What you got put on, man? I hope I'm not stealing yours, but my put on is you on a game show. And I need the people to know what that clip was because I, <laughs> I want to know what it was. Please tell me what, how that happened and what that was. Hey, shout out to, uh, it's a game show on TMZ called uh, Who the Bleep Is That? It's like yeah. a celebrity base. You got to guess who the puzzle is before it's got three contestants. It was pretty fun, man. I had a blast. We that, we yeah. filmed that in like August, though. It was a while ago. But it's going to come out now, right? It's it's yeah, a, it's out now, man, on TMZ. It's, I think I'm episode like 260 or some shit. 
but that's that dope, was fun, man. man. I, I didn't I didn't realize how much fun I was gonna have, honestly. That's really dope. Y'all go check that out. That's my pull off, man. Definitely dog walked them two gals on there too. I took no <laughs> prisoners, nigga. Uh, <laughs> you my win? put on nah, no spoilers, no spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No spoilers, man. Y'all just go check it out. Um, who the bleep is that? I'm episode two seventy. Y'all check it out. Um, my put on. I I binge the show. My back has been killing me, so I've been on bed rest for like a week. This shit is a, getting old. It's slow. Do not ever hyperextend y'all back. Um, <laughs> old as fuck. So I've been watching a lot of TV. Shout out to Apple TV Plus. I watched a show called The Damn, The After Party with, um, what's your girl name? Tiffany Haddish and a couple of other people in it. I watched season one. It's a murder mystery who done it. It's eight episodes, but each episode is done in a different genre of film. So she's the detective and she pulls everybody to the side to tell their account of what happened. While they're telling their account, it's done in a different style. So one of them is like a romantic comedy. One of them is like a murder mystery. One of them is like an action movie. One of them. So it's all done in different styles of movies. So it's a cool concept. I'm not saying it's the greatest show of all time. I'm just saying it was, it's worth a watch. And the episodes are 30 minutes with the exclusion of the first one. So it's an easy watch. Tiffany Haddish? That yeah. Be old. That ain't nothing new, is it? I think it's relatively new. I mean, shit, Apple TV Plus, niggas, three years old. <laughs> that shit new as fuck. <laughs> Quiet is kept. Apple, Apple Plus is cooking. Like, I don't I believe did my it. top ten. Crazy. I did my top ten show show list uh, in frames per second. Y'all go check that out. Three of I think all three of my top ten may have been. In, well, I know at least my top two were. Okay. From Apple Plus, that was Slow Horses, which was tied with The Bear, which is on FX, yep. and uh, Shrinking. You, did you? Oh, I heard about that. I haven't watched oh, it though. Man. I can't believe you ain't watched it. You're, you're it, it. It's really good. Uh, but yeah, those are my top two. Apple Plus has some shit on it. Shrinking? The fuck is that about? Yes. Um, man, you gonna know. We talked about it in the chat. I think everybody watched it, probably but you. I heard. I, I have heard about really, it, though. I might check it out. Really? Yeah, and, and they 30-minute episodes, too. Ah, oh, now, now you have my attention. Yeah, okay. So it's it, it's it's about a, it's a shrink. So he's a psychiatrist and just them dealing with mental health, but it ain't in no corny, too depressing type of way. It's like dark comedy, but not okay. really dark, but it still got some dark. You're like, damn, it's it's, it's cool as hell. I'm a fuck with it, man. Um, last one real quick. I do have one more. I'm reading this book right now called Shout out to Big Jeff. He put me on it. It's called Essentialism. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to the library app, Libby. You can listen to free uh audiobooks on there that's what i'm listening to it on pretty dope book talks about how to cut out the non-vital shit in your life and only focus on the essential stuff like it's really it's really good with um time management and stuff it's pretty dope so far so good and it's not that long either i'm I'm halfway done i should be wrapped up by the end of the week um so check out essentialism if you need to figure out how to juggle a whole bunch of things at once without dropping oh jesus christ (laughs) on that note holy Hey man, y'all let us know in the comments what's y'all top five albums from 2023 and what give us one or two albums you're looking forward to this year. Um, IG, um, on that TV show. Anything else before we get out of here? No, we out, man. We appreciate y'all guys joining us. Looking forward to a prosperous year. We out. Yes, sir.